0: You said something, though. My mom was murdered. Whenever you look at it like what you're doing for your Bob, you're off. Right. Remember, you want to be your best parent, uh, entrepreneur, salesperson, father, mother. Then you're doing it for yourself. So it doesn't matter. People often will test me and say, well, what if someone did something to your kids or your wife? I'm like, I would forgive as fast as I could because I still want to show up the best I can for who is living in my life. Who, you know. So for me, my forgiveness going from hating him. And when I thought about his face, I wanted to hurt people. Right. It started with this really interesting moment where I got sick and tired of being sick and tired of not being my best self. I wanted to reach my potential, Michael. I wanted to like, I wanted to help a lot of people and I wanted to make a lot of money and I wanted to make an impact in this world and be a bright light. And it started in this, this dramatic moment in my living room. And it was kind of like a declaration and a prayer. And I got a lot of things wrong on this particular day. There's a couple of things I would want to share for everyone. If you want to go from where you are to a whole new possibility is that I voiced my choice. And I said out loud, damn it. Right now I choose to forgive Bob. I'm choosing to forgive Bob. And we know that our brains are most powerfully impacted by two things, the words we speak and the pictures we make in our minds. Mm. And when we say something as audacious as I choose to forgive, I'm guessing there's a very high percentage of people listening to my voice right now who have never said that out loud because it sounds crazy, but yet it's the beginning of, of a very freeing process in your life. And I believe that a whole new dimension of possibility opens up when you begin to speak it. And so I did, and I asked for help. I asked for help from my dad. I asked for help from God. I asked for help from people in my life, and I made it a daily process. And for me, it was, you know, I think of it as like a hundred percent spiritual journey and hundred percent personal development. There was for me, there's a huge faith element, but there was also actions. And if if spiritual's not your thing, there's a lot you can still do for your forgiveness journey. I think it's great when you have both sides, but boy, there's a lot you can do and it has to do with your words and what you visualize. And there's, there's all kinds of different processes. Many of them I include in my online forgiveness course called freedom through forgiveness, but nothing happened immediately for me, Michael. I'll tell you that. Was was, therapy a part of this? No, Mm. no therapy. Uh, But over time, because every day I, 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 I call it now the freedom 15. I just spent a few minutes every day going through this, this process of transforming my mind. And like I said, it was, it was declaration for me. It was prayer. It was words. It was these little exercises. And over time I was able to completely forgive the man that brutally murdered my mother. And there's, here's what you need to understand I hope this is a a visual that we, in the absence of bitterness, in the absence of unforgiveness, in the absence of resentment, in the absence of thoughts of revenge, you now have room in your mind, your heart, your spirit for more love, more joy, more peace, more productivity, more creativity, more presence, more authenticity. Mm, yeah, and, and so you better believe it translated to my real life world. I All this, I—that's I, when I got the—I was. That's when I got the opportunity to play professional basketball overseas, when I thought all my opportunities were dried up. I came home from that, and I was able to be recognized as one of the top salespeople and one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in the world for several years. I, you know, And there's lots of accolade, accolades that I'm so thankful to have accomplished, and I know none of them, none of them would have been possible for me. Yeah. If I would have still been carrying around what I carried around for so long, which was the anger and the frustration and the bitterness towards Bob. It's so funny. Like Bob did something to me and I chose to burn down my own house for several years. And it's like, why would we ever do that? It just yeah. doesn't
1: make any sense. Right. So can I ask you, can we have Bob's biosmosis? And And here's what I mean by that. So at the at the top of the interview, I, I said, hey, I, I actually polled some people and I said, hey, I'm going to be interviewing a guy whose stepdad. Uh, now, OK, call it sensationalism. And I know I can only say it to you because you, of where you've arrived at in life. I said, I'm about to interview a guy whose stepdad ba- brutally bashed his mom's brains in how would you navigate that and i said well we we would brutally bash his brains in period like and they started to feel the anger and the. oh no i wouldn't i would not this is kind of where i'm going with the question i would not be able to forgive them can we have bobs by osmosis
0: Interesting question. <laughs> Osmosis as in we can. Like I'm absorbing feelings
1: and emotions about something that hasn't happened to me. Sure. hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And it's just holding like me you, back. Just like you can see something on TV yeah. or YouTube that, and all of a sudden you think about how you hated that person in the video. Who you don't even know their name. You just know it's a cop who did something really stupid. Right. to Somebody. Yeah. And you, you think about it and you you lose sleep because you're so angry about it. So, yes. Now, can we tell, Michael, can we tell your audience about my moment of truth in that hotel room? Hit me. We have You know to. what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. So, you know, there's these moments of truth in your life and you don't always have a moment of truth when you're forgiving. But for me, I did. Um, first of all, remember, in the absence of bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment, there's room for something else. For me, it was also compassion. Mm. And I began to have compassion. Now, Bob got out of prison in 1997. And for years, I just felt like I was supposed to reach out to him with this message. And in 2006, long story short, I called him on the phone. He was out of prison for several years at this point. And I tracked him down and I told him that I forgave him. And I told him that I believed that God still had a purpose for his life. And if he would let me, I would love to help him forgive himself so that he could walk in his purpose. Wow. Yep. Now, that's not the moment of truth, but that's where my journey took me. And that was pretty its pretty crazy to tell you that, first of all. Even to say those words, I'm still like, wow, that's weird. My moment of truth was a year and a half later. Bob had attempted suicide about a year after that phone call. And I got the opportunity to travel from Seattle to Tennessee to help save his life. And I'm with him. And out of the blue, we're in a hotel room sitting three feet away from each other. And out of the blue, now picture this being you, by the way. You're sitting three feet away from your, your biggest Bob, or maybe just my situation out of the blue. Bob says, Dean, the incident with your mother happened on a Tuesday, but I want to take you back to the Friday before. And over the next 10 minutes, Bob begins to let out all the details leading up to the day he took my mom's life, the issues with the money, the drugs, the alcohol, the painkillers, the uh, us kids, all these different, was my mom seeing another guy, all these situations. And he gets to Saturday and he gets Sunday, he gets to Monday. And it gets to Tuesday. Now picture this. My heart's beating out of my chest. I'm sitting three feet away from Bob, looking him directly in the eyes, when he begins to tell me every detail about that day, including what her last words were and how many times he hit her. And I'm in this moment, and I'm feeling sad because the details were sad but I'm all of a sudden having this flashback, like at the end of a movie. And I yeah. realizing I'm remembering, I'm remembering Rex Bell coming into the office and saying, Dean, we have to go to the hospital. I'm remembering the egg salad sandwich. I'm remembering all the years of coping and just trying to get by. And I remember the frustration and the drugs and the divorce and always just feeling like I wasn't being the person I was going to be until I finally made that choice. I choose to forgive and entered this process. And here I'm sitting in front of him and I'm sad by what he's telling me, but I'm realizing I don't feel like punching him. I don't feel like doing anything to him. In fact, I had compassion in my heart and I'm realizing I have never felt more powerful. I have never felt more free than right now because I'm in complete control. And it's in this moment in this hotel room where I'm like, this is it. You can overcome any unforgiveness. This is proof to me. And it's been my passion. That was the 2009, 2009- it's been my passion since that time to help everyone else be able to experience this freedom that's found in forgiveness because that it was a just turning point where I was like, my life changed. I hear parents that tell me their kids that grew up um, with them in their angry, bitter years are a lot different kids than the younger ones who came up after they chose to make forgiveness a priority. Right. Forgiveness for me has changed everything, and now I've been able to witness thousands of other people have the same thought that you're the people you pulled had, which was, I could never do that. And somehow along the way, you think, Well, Dean, he's got some great strength. Wow, he's incredible, dude. No, bro, not even close. The only thing I did that made me stick out was that I made forgiveness a priority. And yes, I. there was a blueprint that I've been able to perfect over time that helped, but it was like, I just stuck to it. Forgiveness is uncomfortable. So you start it for like a day, you're like, screw that. I'm gonna focus on all the other things about positive mental attitude, but I'm just gonna let this poison sit in my soul. Yeah. <laughs> Making forgiveness a priority changed everything.